If I was ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. The queen stays queen. He said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. I'm supposed to talk glamour to you. We have ranked bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I, I, fell in, I, I fell in love in this game. Love at first sight. Her name is Candy. You officially go down as the dumbest survivor ever. Welcome to, not game, all personal, hey. We are a Survivor podcast here to talk about all things Survivor, more specifically this week's episode. And we got an episode. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. Tony, boy, do we have an episode. Boy, do we have an episode, Nathan. Yeah. It's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) There's no no teaser. Everybody that's seen it knows it was not bad things necessarily, but issues that we've seen discussed last season as well as big brother 23. And so it, that's going to be a yeah. decent chunk of the conversation. Historic to say the least, as far as tribal councils go. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't think there have been moments that have been similar and things that have like, okay, this has happened before and, you know, in, in another circumstance, but there, I don't know. I said right before I hit record, I told you, my jaw was just open the entire tribal council. I was like, this is insane television that is mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> yes, it is. It um, certainly is. Yeah. So we will get into that. <laughs> Do we want to start from the beginning, get the first tribal council yep, out of the way, let's and then get, get into it? All right. Let's say let's save that for the end. Um, because I think all spoilers you, up front, everybody knows we're not gonna hide. Yes, no, no, happens, no, no, no. So. We'll 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 you talk about it eventually, but we'll get into the meat of it later on because mm-hmm. especially because the events of the first tribal council heavily affected the events of the second tribal oh, council. So heavily, yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you don't know, basically the tribes or the, the merged tribe was split up into two different teams. For the immunity challenge, uh, we've seen this before, uh, different variations, um, and so everyone competed in the immunity challenge. Two immunities up for grabs, so one person from each team, plus the um, whoever, whichever team lasted longer, also got a reward. Um, so that was kind of the structure of the episode. Um, was there anything before that that we wanted to talk about? Um, actually, there definitely was um, the fallout yeah, from I got some last week's we tribal. Won. Yeah, let's hit us with what happened, kind of the fallout of last, last week's Tribal Council. Uh, yeah, so first of all, Romeo is upset about being the backup vote, um, which is understandable, but also it's not surprising that he was. So he was annoyed, but also like, okay. And then High was upset because he knew that he was Romeo's vote. He just pieced it together. I don't think it was super cryptic or anything. So those two are mad at each other. So that's that, that is a big storyline for that first Tribal, I think. And then yeah. we have Roxroy trying to put together a group of five guys to be uh, a guy's alliance, essentially, um, which I'll get into that take in a minute. So he tries to get these five together. So it's him, uh, Mike, Jonathan, Hi, and Omer are the five that they're planning to do. Um, and what, as he's going around, he's the one that's approaching people, which probably not the person you want approaching people, but both High and Omer did not seem into it. Mike and Jonathan both did because they, Jonathan for sure knows he's a big threat and Mike 
it's just pals with rocks right so that makes sense so that's kind of what we had before going into it is those two high and romeo being mad at each other and then them trying to create their alliance of five i don't feel like there wasn't a ton more than that no it was it was definitely rushed um because by the time we get into the immunity challenge i was like oh wow we're just getting right into it it was um, six minutes into the into the episode i'm pretty sure i checked i was like why are we why are we doing yeah immunity already yep, this the, must be wild the pacing was off this episode compared to other episodes for sure the third <laughs> of the episode was one of the tribal councils not both tribal councils one of the tribal councils it was absurd yes which i don't i don't why, why don't they just make these episodes longer like an hour and a half or you know like i don't care i don't know i think I, yeah, there's got to be more content that it would at least be like lighthearted and fun content that they could add and just make it an hour and a half every week. But maybe CBS doesn't have room in their schedule for that. And they're losing yeah. viewers based on what we see on the Facebook group. <laughs> a little teaser for everybody. There's a teaser. We got to a teaser. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering how soon till we brought up the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be a topic of discussion as well. Um, so what were your thoughts on the did, did anything stand out in that first couple minutes of that uh, guy's alliance? Yeah, I mean the high Romeo dynamic, I think the the farther I get, the more I'm out on high. And I'm not even a Romeo fan, but high is just seems to me like if the smallest thing doesn't go his way, he's just so bothered by it. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point, like, dude, you just got to let it go. Someone threw a rogue boat your way. You're fine. You know, I don't know. Like, I get, yes, it's annoying. But, like, I don't think his reaction <laughs> matched the the offense that was thrown his way. Um, so that's tough. Yeah, they both had some real tough, like, bitter confessionals. And it's like, whoa, let's let's take it easy. Like, you're playing a game. Like, it happens. Um high being so upset it's like yeah it doesn't it's not surprising that he voted for you he didn't know who to vote for so he went for you it happens yeah it didn't hurt he's not going to pull any votes yeah it's just one of those things that was like i don't know kind of like i feel like every week i'm just getting more and more like okay i think high to me at one point was such a front runner and now i'm like dude he is just building his case for people just turning on him (laughs) that's how i feel where Romeo, I feel like, is almost perhaps in the other direction. Because, um, spoiler alert, he is safe after this episode. And he's still in the game. And so I'm like, you know, he's not he's not going backwards. You know, he's, he might just be staying still, if anything. But I think high is the opposite direction. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's the interesting part. I'm surprised that high still has as much power as he has based on his last couple of weeks. They have not been a good showing. Yeah. Uh, Romeo um he he's I feel like he's the big winner of this episode because if it was a like regular tribal council he wouldn't have won that immunity challenge and he would have been voted out I have no doubt that he would have been the one to go if everybody just went to a tribal tonight mm, interesting um, that maybe maybe that all guys alliance might have threw that up and Omer because I correct me if I'm wrong I think Omer was the one that kind of pushed for the switch to Roxroy that's how it appeared so yes okay that's how they showed it to us so if that's the case maybe he still would have done that but in my mind i I just seems like it was going to be romeo it would have been difficult to change my mind especially once there's more opinions in the group right yeah omer's just using like jonathan and 
everybody is puppets, it feels like, at this point. Yeah, Omer with another strong showing tonight. Uh, with that group, mm-hmm. I've had a couple notes. That group of five that Roxroy tried to get, put together. I put, yes. Is Roxroy the same as Ben? Because he's just trying to get all the lions together <laughs> and get rid of all the sheep, right? Yeah, and inserting himself as a lion, like giving yeah. himself that title. <laughs> that was the big thing. Is like, yeah, we're all lions here, and he's with like Tony and yeah, like all yep. these stu- Jeremy and just all these studs. It's like we're all lions. Y- yeah, Ben, we're all lions. Sure. <laughs> no, that's uh, I got that vibe. Um, where yeah, Roxbury definitely is like, I don't know. Like he went home, so there's that, but. I didn't think he was like a huge threat. And so the information that he had is that they were still merged. I don't know why he felt the need to like pull that all together. Like in my mind, he was, but you know, I don't know. He is by far the least self-aware person, I think on this season. Why he wanted to pull that five together. Yes. I just feel like it wasn't the right time and it wasn't the right, like I should be the one to go approach all these people. Yeah, that part, I, I agree for sure. I understand the timing of it because they were at 10. And so if those five gathered together, got Romeo out, then that five has the power for most of the game. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense to like, as it gets less and less numbers to make a solid alliance of a like smaller amount of a, a smaller group, essentially. Okay. Sure. Um, but Roxroy is not the one to do it. I did no. have a note. That kind of bothered me, um, but then more important things came up later, but I still have the note. When High was asked about it, he had a confessional where he said, I don't want to be a part of the misogyny club. And I don't love the idea that if a group of guys wants to be in an alliance together, it's misogyny. And if a group of girls does, it's awesome. And we love that. Sure. Like, I think both are fine. But and, and I guess I don't know rocks for his heart behind it, honestly. But yeah, he said that and I was like, I don't think it's misogyny just because it's a group of guys and maybe there's more to it that I'm looking past, but that was just one note that I had. Yeah. I, I, cause I think the way that I look at it, that feels a little like icky or gross to me is if you are, if you're pulling people in based on like strength, like if that's your reasoning, like we want to pull in the big targets, you know? So like Jonathan, there you go. Like we want to build alliance based off of those people to keep us safe. That's the that's the like language that Roxway was saying, but he was using the terms like men and guys, you know, as if that's synonymous with strength. Where okay. that's where I'm like, well, there's probably other challenge beasts that are female, you know. So if you actually want to gather those threats, you can't just call it guys, you know. So I think that's what kind of bothered me, and I don't I don't oh. know if that's what high men but i think like that's kind of like where it gets because like let's be honest if you want to do that you gotta bring tori in like it should be tori then jonathan you know those should be right? based on immunity wins that's the hierarchy right now <laughs> yeah Jonathan's no, I mean... on par with high worth <laughs> <noting>. <laughs> it's true but no i, I see what you're saying <laughs> like it, it gets tough in any situation like that you know because it does seem like if there was an all-female alliance maybe it'd be looked different i don't know when was the last time we had an all-female alliance i mean was it one world hmm. you know what i mean I like, like 
Yeah. I, feel, I like, I don't know if it's ever been like said like out loud. I think sometimes it is, but it never actually like works, you know? Cause like even like it's a big brother, like a you hear that sometimes. Or, yeah. It's like, Oh, there might start an all women's Alliance or there's one person that wants to, and then they get outed for wanting that. And then they're up out of there. Yeah. Cause I think like with one world, that was a little different because that was the original tribes, you know, like it was set up to be like guys versus girls. Um, mm-hmm. And that, because that is interesting to me. I feel like, there's more of a fear of an all women's alliance than there is an actual all women's alliance. Do you think that's entirely because of Micronesia? The I don't Black know. Widow, what are they? The Black Widows? Black Widow? Black something? Widow Brigade? That's what came to mind. And I was like, that sounds really dumb. It can't be that. But the fact that you said it too, it's probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, perhaps. I guess that would be like probably the most successful well no i mean one world was good too but yeah i mean like Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know like i don't know what it is you know because i i i wonder too if it is like if you do have like an alliance that's based on physical strength that's like a danger and enemy that you can like very much calculate and like predict but if it's like Mm -hmm. the black widow brigade um pending that that name is accurate that their strength is like the politics and the strategy and the backstabbing. Mm-hmm. And that's a scarier thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think like if subconsciously you do associate that with like guys are the strength and women are the brains, then I think like, yeah, that probably would be something to be more scared of. I don't know. I'm just talking in assumptions here. This is, I don't know if this is helpful. or not. <laughs> yeah. It was just something I noticed. And honestly, as I said it, I was like, hmm. but the way it was presented might've felt more, like, oh, the guys will get all together and we're going to kill it kind of thing. A little bit more than just, hey, these are all my pals. You know what I mean? Like, it might there might have been more behind it than I initially gave. Credit. Yes. Like, and more, I more too, of that vibe from high, you know, I feel like with high and even like Romeo. Um, well, no, wait, Romeo wasn't at it. Omar, maybe. Yeah, Omar was approached. I think for them, too, I wonder, like a lot of it is probably coming from like they don't really feel like they fit in with that. You know, like High doesn't feel like mm-hmm. a big manly man kind of guy, like Jonathan, Mike, and Roxroy are. So I think yeah. like that might be where he's coming from too. Where it's like I don't, I don't, I don't want to vibe with. Like I don't want to ride this no, out. You know? No, thank you. Please no. Um, okay, that's fair. We'll go get more into that in a bit, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> and then we have the challenge, and yeah. I think the only thing I have to say about the challenge is just like. It's really tough when a challenge lasts like three minutes like that. That does not. And it when it's that difficult and so many people drop so soon, it doesn't feel like it's a fair challenge at that point. Sure. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just because it's fair in the sense like they all were the same thing. But I think it's a different type of skill now that's required, you know, mm-hmm. so like I think you go into that challenge needing a specific skill you know balance endurance but now it's like because of this now it's it's it serves someone else's strength so i think yes it's not fair in that sense um but yeah tough tough season for water yeah this is the second one that they, i don't know just like so when they the filmed world. like they filmed during you know wave season or something Everybody, you got to avoid wave season. They usually do, but I think COVID might have screwed that up. <laughs> they got delayed. It's like, ah, now we got to push yeah, filming yeah. into wave season. It's going to be terrible for the challenges. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Nick today, and he 
told me that now we had to start putting some respect on Jonathan's name because he won an individual immunity. Oh, and that's is Nick a we Jonathan like, fan? That's the one thing, apparently, <laughs> is what we said last week. And so I wanted to make sure I let his voice be heard. Look, all I said last week, I mean, I, I don't actually remember what I said we last said. week. I think what I meant is that it's hard to call him a legend without him having any individual immunity wins. Right. Like, because if you were, if he were to go out and never win a challenge solo, it's hard to, it's hard to put him in the same position as Ozzy and uh, um, Joe. And, you know, like we literally just said, he's not in that top tier. So, 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 so. now that he won one, he's a little bit closer, right? Now we can start having that discussion. Like, you know, I still think he needs to win like a second or third, you know, like, I want to see like, like ask me at the end of the season. Don't ask me based off of like his team wins. That's all. I think one thing we see from that upper echelon is also they've played multiple times. And so we saw it. It wasn't like a one hit wonder. That's that's true. Malcolm, Joe, I think Boston Rob is probably up near that category. Like they just dominate in challenges year after year or season after season. Yeah. Yeah. When you like, when you get to that tier of people, there's very few people on that list that have only a single season. There, there, there's a few, but like, yeah, those names are ones that have come back and proven that they can still do it, you know, multiple times. Cause people love those people. That's why everyone loves Jonathan. Yeah. And I think Jonathan it feels like Jonathan could be that. And I think that's why people are excited about him. That's why I like him because it's like, Oh, we've been waiting for another one. You know, I don't know why people. (laughs) I think Jonathan's biggest hole currently is he needs to learn to work with people. Yeah. Well, do we want to, well, no, I I guess that tribe comes or that team comes second. So we, yeah, let's, let's wait to get to Jonathan's gameplay. Okay. Okay. Hi. Hi. And Jonathan won immunity. That's yes. Lindsay was very impressive. And yes. I will note that she was very fast in her recoveries of not falling off. Yeah. I also think Tori was like very impressive. Um, but that's. Was she? I mean, yeah. Okay. Hey, I don't remember. I, don't know. I was just. I sure. Was Why not? Okay. I'll buy it. <laughs> oh, so hi and Jonathan won. Yep. Jonathan wins Jonathan uh, the food. reward. Yep. What was the food? I don't remember. <laughs> such a meaningless part of the episode. Did we even see the meat? Yeah, we saw them sitting there while food was being consumed. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It wasn't they Applebee's. Sure got food. If it's not nope. Applebee's, I don't care to know. It's food. It's good. It's Applebee's. Someone someone sent me another TikTok today with that. It's just I love how it's I love how it's still like making rounds on the internet. It's so good. Everybody loves Applebee's. We've we been doing that. this for 42 seasons and we thought, what could we do to mix it up? And so the first thing, Applebee's. Hey, they don't call it the thing no. is they have served Applebee's before on this show. But it wasn't that like it wasn't that big of a deal. I can remember season 39. Um, I don't remember her name. But like she had this whole confession. She's like, literally, she's like, me, and my family, we love Applebee's. That's our place to go. Like, I don't know, Jeff. Your twists are getting old. Come on, Jeff. Be better. Be better. All right. Let's do this first group. All right. All right. So five, five dudes. <laughs> it's a pretty basic thing. It's the five dudes. It's Rocks. It's Mike. It's Romeo. It's Omer. And it's High. Uh, Rocks, yeah. Roy, and Mike want Romeo out. 
they think it's pretty yeah. clear cut because they just did this five group alliance. And then Omer's like, nah, let's go with Roxroy. And so Omer makes it happen. Uh, high. It's interesting because this is an interesting part of it. Omer, High, and Romeo are all going to do it, but then High needs to look for Mike. High is like, I don't want to break Mike's trust because Mike has shown how furious he is when people break his trust. An interesting aspect to his gameplay. Um, And yeah, so then it's up between Roxroy and Romeo. Did you ever think that it was going to be Romeo? I really didn't. Just I the was way that confident it was going to be uh, Roxroy from that. Point. Yeah, I think what what shocked me, I think the most was the votes themselves, only because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if Mike would actually go through with it. It didn't seem like and he, he would. did. Yeah, so it was a four-one. I think I can check that. I will double check. Yeah. I'm looking right now. I knew that he read three votes and didn't read two for the the other way, so I assume that was the case, but I wasn't sure. Yes. Um, yep, four to one, yep. Roxroy. Four to one. The reason I also assume that is because Jeff didn't do the every other. Like he did, uh, he did Romeo, then Roxroy, and then another Roxroy. So after the second one, I was like, oh, well, there's no more Romeos. Because if there was, Jeff would do every other and keep it like suspenseful for like the last one. I don't know. I'd, I'd argue that. of tribals, I know who's going to get voted out just based on the order in which Jeff reads them. Yep. By by the first vote, you can already like Mm -hmm. deduct like what's it going to be. Yeah. Every Uh, once in a while, you'll get a hinky vote and then you're like, wait a second, what? Like last week, it's like, what? They're going to go for high? And then they just don't. It was just that. Yeah. And most of the time, those votes are never explained or don't even make sense. You know? So anytime it's like a logical vote, you can predict it. Can you still go watch like the confet like what they say when they vote? Is that still available on CBS? Do you think? I have no idea. Was it at one point? I feel like at one point you could always like see what their goodbye messages. I don't. Were. I don't think I ever looked, or I've never. Maybe that was a thing at one point. Maybe I made it up. The yeah. world may never know. Couldn't tell you. Uh, but yeah, with this this dynamic, uh, Omer pulled it through. Uh, high. I I think kind of made sense to 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 flip. Mm-hmm. It was just a question of like, because like he did not like Romeo, but then also Roxroy just screwed up this episode. You know, going a little too hard with this guy's lines that High wasn't a fan, and so I don't know. It was interesting that it was it came down to like the potential of who is gonna be able to work with me, mm-hmm. and that's what. He went with in it. I don't know. So I thought the logic made sense. And like I said, Mike, Mike just kind of surprised me. Um, I thought Mike's logic for keeping Roxray made sense. And to be honest, I don't know if this is what's best for Mike's game. Because I'd argue it's probably not. Right. So I just I, I feel like he just didn't have a choice. Like he knew Roxroy was gonna go home. So it was like, well, I might as well just vote then because there's no no point. It was interesting that High views Mike's trust so highly that he's like, I have to tell Mike I can't make this move without it. And it's Mike does play such a straightforward game for the most part. And it seems to be working for him because it's affecting how people interact with him and whether or not they lie to him because they're worried about his reaction to that. And now like yes. he'll blow up, but like he won't trust me again. And that's that's not something you see super often where they're that terrified 
of one person yeah. finding out that you voted differently than they expected. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Um, the interesting thing with them, High and Mike, is I think Mike said that him and High have been working together since day three. Uh, and I just don't really, uh, <laughs> I don't fully understand what because just like looking at their history okay day three was the tribal that almost went to rocks they were not on the same page for that tribal you know so as mike talking about like after that moment then they've been working together but then even the the next tribal they went to uh mike voted for chanel and high voted for daniel so like i don't know it's just interesting the way that mike is talking about their history because i have not seen that at all and now Mm -hmm. it's like oh they're like a strong duo. Like you just trust him that much. I don't know. It was just weird to me. Oh, I feel like I got the impression after that first one that he said, screw you to Daniel and Chanel. And it was like, I'm with these two, Lydia and High, from that point. And so there, I feel like there's been a lot of trust there since that point. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just missed it then. You did. I guess so. I'm sorry. That was a bit much. I apologize. No, it's fine. I deserved it. Then there was nothing too interesting at their tribal honestly yeah i think it was pretty boring if i'm being honest <laughs> but it was <laughs> uh but good 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 tribal for romeo he's in this there is one more thing actually I okay just what is it the fact that roxroy went and sat down next to chanel and said hi and romeo got together and got me out that tells me that still no one realizes that omer is the one actually pulling the strings Yes. So as long as he can convince them that that's the actual case, boy, if he gets to that final tribal and he's like, I orchestrated this, I orchestrated this, and you didn't even realize I was doing it. You thought that I was the one with that without any power. Sure. Like, I just, I just want to make sure it's known. Omer is killing it and he's playing a very fun strategic game and so under the radar. Um, I like him a lot. I think, I think I'm excited to see how far he can take it. I, I don't know how he's not on anyone's radar. Like, I don't think his name has been brought up once, but yet it feels like every single person talks to him. And I think that's like, they don't realize that every, they, they, they think they're the only one that has that connection. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Yeah. So now we get to the fun stuff, right? I guess so. Okay. Has to happen. So I'll read through what happens pre-tribal in my notes. Okay. Um, so we have kind of an idea of the order. So first of all, Jonathan wants to vote Drea. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells Marianne that they're going to vote Drea, but they're going to tell Drea to vote Marianne. And so that's putting right with Marianne the way. with the intention of wanting to flush Drea's idol too. Like that was a big theme, or just get her out. Like that was the goal was to just to get her out. I don't. Well, like we'll to, get, to, get, to get rid to get rid of the idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that was a huge like motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Marianne tells Tori, which was a weird choice. Um, and then Jonathan goes up to Lindsay to express, like, to, to be like, hey, this is the plan. I talked to Marianne already. It's all set. We're going to vote Drea. And she brings up, why would uh, Marianne be the backup? Because if Drea plays her idol, then Marianne goes home and they lose both of the powers that she has. So that's useless, which it's interesting that that's the biggest reason at this point that they are worried about losing Marianne is losing those two powers. <laughs> sure. Um, and so she starts poking holes and they have a very 
intense interaction where he just seems so like, you're not listening to me. Listen to me. I'm right. You're, you don't understand. And she's for sure. Right. He's just so single-minded, not yeah. in a, like dumb way, but like, just like so focused on one thing that he doesn't see the issues, I think. Right. And she, she, I thought she uh, communicated that perfectly in her confessional too, where it's like, there's other people with other relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, she I like because like yes I understand that this move would benefit your game but like what about my game like I think we should talk to like what can we both do and I think that's where he's just like doesn't get it yeah he, that that's a recurring theme in this episode I feel like which no <laughs> is a tough look for him um another note that I had Drea just feels like she just burned all of the bridges she has like that was that was a feeling that I got because she no longer had Romeo. She had Roxroy, but at that point I was fairly confident he was up out of there. Um, and the only other person on that tribe was Tori. And Tori, she wasn't friends with. They they're very much going for each other. Like there wasn't anybody it felt like that she was actually close with. Yeah, and I would almost say, like in general, like in this game, I think yeah, her position exactly. is very fascinating. Where it's like a week or two ago, I would have said she was very well positioned, but it's like I don't really feel like she's building that much connection mm-hmm. with people, which could be a problem moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably the big thing. I do like Lindsay a lot. She's a lot of fun for me. I think she's I think she's really smart strategically. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. How far do you think so she can go? So the plan going in is whether it's going to be Basically, Drea, Marianne, or Tori, because they also talked about switching the secondary target to Tori and telling Drea to vote Tori instead. And so it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so they were just hoping Drea didn't play the idol at that point, honestly. And I feel like that's not, you don't want to play just hoping that they don't play the idol. You, if you have an option, you have to do something else. Yeah, I don't, going into it, it makes sense how we didn't see more like knowing what was going to happen at tribal because like the strategy mm-hmm. felt like very minimal. It was like, wait, that's it. Like, you're just gonna, you're just gonna hope she doesn't play the idol mm-hmm. like that. You know, like there was no, I don't know. Like it was like way too straightforward. And again, now it makes sense. Knowing what all of it just became a moot point at that point. It didn't matter. Right. And so like, you could tell the editors were just like, we have to, we have to do something here. <laughs> like we gotta, and worth noting, though- it's about, 20 minutes in and then it's like time for tribal and i was like what is going on what are we about to watch yes um yeah i mean is it time well yeah i think it's time to get into that tribal honestly (laughs) when they walked in and saw roxroy they were all shocked i i could not just stop like before anyone even started talking the looks on all of their faces Every single one. Even Tori. Like, Tori was yeah. even like, like, wait, what? Like, everyone was so confused. And so before we even get to, like, the meat of it, like, I don't know why they were so confused. It's Survivor. It was like a one in four shot that someone goes home. Like, you, you don't know what happened. You don't know if there was, like, a power used or something. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it was because, like, obviously, we, we'll get to why Drea was shook by it and Marianne, too. But like, and then, but then Jonathan was also shook, like, for a different reason, because it was like, yeah. oh, shoot, like, big guy's out, you know? So, like, we the fact that... We just set up that, this five, what? Yeah. yeah, so the fact that, like, all of them 
were shaken, like just straight up, like terrified of what was going to happen. I loved that moment. And then yep. it got, then it got like a little complicated, you know, which I, I don't yeah. dislike, but I was like, I, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, Oh my gosh, I love seeing how shocked they are by this. Yeah, it was, it was why, and I, I always wonder, are you playing up to the camera? But the fact that all, all five of them look genuinely shocked to me. And I was like, okay, they're, they're actually surprised. They did not see this coming at all, which I wouldn't have either. Roxroy isn't really a threat. So why would you get yeah. rid of him? Um, but yeah, from there, it just, there's, there's a little chunk in the beginning. Not much of substance is really said other than, wow, this is surprising. And then Drea brings up just her emotional response to walking in and seeing two black people on the jury and just like what mm -hmm. that means for her and for Marianne coming in with so many people of color. And then suddenly it feels like they're just getting picked off after the merge, like immediately. Yes. Um, and it opens up this whole thing. And it's interesting because we've heard this now for the third time um, because of Survivor the past year. <laughs> 41 and Big Brother 23. Yeah. Because both shows, because these two were filmed before Big Brother 23, all shows had to experience this whole new um, post-George uh, Floyd like world essentially and like the racial tension that was created by that and what that means going and forward. also and also cbs mm -hmm. being more intentional mm -hmm. with a diverse cast so these Absolutely. are three three individual seasons of television that are implementing these policies mm -hmm. yes yes uh, completely isolated situations and each one of them is ending with the same conversation <laughs> yeah and what hmm, what does that mean that's interesting. I I mean, okay. So, I mean, I'll just say, like, I think for me, like, when I was watching this, and again, like, I couldn't help but compare it to the other seasons because it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, this is the third time we've heard this similar conversation, but they don't know that. So, like, clearly, yeah. I don't know how you can look at this and not see this as, like, a, a, um, what's the word? Like, a, just like a, like a real issue, I guess, you know? Like, this isn't, mm -hmm. this isn't her stealing talking points from what she's seen on tv her raw emotion is the same raw emotion that um oh gosh what's his name that voted out shan last year deshaun deshaun yep. when he when he was struggling to vote out shan that it's the same emotion that drea had you know mm -hmm. but completely isolated so it's like how can you tell me that like that's not a real issue that these people are going through <laughs> And Marianne experiences the same conviction that we saw the entire cookout have in Big Brother 23, where it's like, I'm not voting for Drea. Yeah. And even if, if that's just for tonight, she like, I'm, I refuse. Like, that's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just so interesting to see. And like, I feel like it showed, yeah, like you said, it shows that it's a real issue. And it's something that it feels like is being addressed by the more diverse cast casts, but there's so much expectation that's put on these people of color these players who are people of color that it's just, it's just very interesting to see how they handle it. And honestly, this is, I didn't, this was not the most frustrating, but it sucks that it devolved into Marianne and Drea felt like they had to play their idols, something that they earned and something that they found in the game that was good for them. They felt like they needed to play them because otherwise it would feel like they were playing the race card and therefore not getting votes because of that. Like that is a very yes. frustrating way to end that, you know, 
Like I was, I, I was not. Well, I mean, and, thank God that they did play him because now no one's yeah. accusing them of that. Absolutely. Especially not on Facebook. But yeah. Oh, certainly not. They would never. <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. I'm not ready to open that can of worms. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was, <laughs> you, you completely froze me. I'm so um, sorry. I'm just, no, I'm just scrolling through it already. I'm, <laughs> you oh, know. Gosh. But like knowing that they had to play it, feeling like they had to play it um, and just seeing people are upset that Drea like, oh, she voted out Chanel and she did this. And that's on the Facebook group. So I guess we are dipping our toe in a little bit. But yes, she voted for Chanel. That doesn't excuse like the raw motion of walking into tribal and seeing two people of color and knowing that your name is also on that chopping block and not wanting to be just three black people immediately eliminated. Yeah. And I, and I think like the way that she expressed it made a lot of sense where it's like, I mean, she said like, I don't, I don't think that any of you are racist and I don't think you're doing this because of this. But like when I see the jury right now, I just have an emotional response, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, it brings up all these feelings and it's, I mean, like, it's not a great look, you know what I mean? Like if, if she would have been the next one, that's a, that's a tough look. It really is like, Mm-hmm. Good intention, bad intention. You know, again, I'm not saying anyone on the cast did that intentionally, but that's a that's a tough thing to explain. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's messy. Especially when last year we saw Shan, Liana, and Danny, Liana go right in a row. And so if that happened, like it would just been even tougher. And they don't even know that. And so she's going off of information without knowing that that happened last was, year. Uh, was was well. Shan the first one on the jury? can't remember no. oh it was tiffany wasn't it yeah i was gonna say whatever that mom that annoyed me was <laughs> that, that's how i remembered her in that moment um so yeah i i think with those two like those feelings are all completely i think we're both in the camp those feelings are all completely valid completely respect them it sucks that they had to end up playing their idols like marianne specifically Drea was going to play it just to make sure she was safe Marianne specifically said she was playing it because she felt like she had to and yeah. that that stinks um but also kudos to them for doing that and being like no that's this I'm not going to be accused of playing the race card like I'm going to do this to make sure I can't be voted for um and I don't even like saying playing the race card what did you think of Jonathan starting to get defensive Ooh. there that was tough <laughs> that was probably the that hardest was, part to watch oh that that like yeah I mean, I guess depending on, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely a large amount of people that enjoyed that because that I, only because like, to me, it felt like that was like textbook, the things that I have learned not to say, or like mm-hmm. the the wrong way to handle that, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. the buzz, like the buzzwords that he used. It was like, yeah. oh no, 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 no. That's not what you're supposed to do in this situation. When she said you're being, when he said you're being aggressive, I was like, oh, please. yes, That's, yes, no. And so I don't know, like that was just tough because mm-hmm. clearly he is someone who just is not aware, you know, of mm-hmm. how hurtful or like the history behind like some of those things um yeah i don't know so i hope that i hope that he can like learn from this (laughs) and i hope that like you know this doesn't 
completely destroy his reputation. Like again, I don't I don't think it will too much, but like it, it was tough. It was a tough watch. It was. And I think I mean the rest of the episode it showed him basically just being like shutting up and not really talking for the rest of it. And so I don't know if that's just editing or if he was actually just like, okay, I need to take a step back and just listen for a little bit. I hope it's that one. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that was a tough watch. I don't think it came from a bad place. I think I think that was a conversation that happened a lot over the past couple of years about like, if I yeah. say that you have like subconscious racial bias, potentially like that, I'm not calling you a racist. Like that's not, that's not the heart of where that's coming from. And I think he just got defensive, like, Oh, racial bias. No, I'm not, I don't have a racial bias. I'm not racist. And like Correct, you automatically yes. get defensive. Cause you don't want to be, that can bury someone like that can make you seem like everybody hate you ruin your life. Honestly, if you, if somebody says that about you, and it's not about you, obviously, but like that's a reason to get defensive and be like, no, I love like I'm not that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I completely agree. I think it's just it's coming from, you know, that's like a thing that as like, you know, we are two white dudes. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. like both of us have like had those uh, conversations to an extent, you know, with mm-hmm. either with other people or just, you know to ourselves of like okay let's address this and let's think about this like what you know and i just think that he hasn't had that yet mm-hmm. you know so it's not as if like we're any better than him or anything like that it's just like that's something that you kind of just have to learn you know um with experience and through other people and so i think it's it's tough when that that conversation happens on national tv <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's a tough look. And that's why I say, like, I hope that he can learn from that. I think they very intentionally included the um, the conversation with Lindsay, where he's he's doing a similar thing that he did to Drea, where he's kind of talking over her and trying to be like, no, I'm trying to get my point across now and you're wrong. And like just trying to be louder. And so sure. it kind of shows like he's just like that as a person where like he just he need like when he has an idea he's it's a very strong presence and has very strong convictions for what he's trying to say yeah and so and, was, and i think he generally just doesn't just for that he moment. just doesn't get it you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i think like he's looked at marianne he's like marianne you're safe you don't need to do this why are you do you know what i mean like he just generally mm-hmm. doesn't understand yeah. and you can't fault him too much at that for being naive but i think like it's just it's just a question of like what happens after this you know and hopefully mm-hmm. he's able to repair his relationship with them and it's not affected too much by it um i will I say hope the picture of him like with his arm around Drea because she was cold but i hope that was like i hope there was there wasn't any hard yes. feelings there yep you know and i'd imagine i don't know i imagine as like a person of color that you deal with this all the time you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> all the time having to explain these things to people who don't understand you know which sucks but I'm sure that they have so much grace for people because of that mm-hmm. to an extent, you know, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know them personally. I just watch them on TV. The people specifically, I thought you meant people of color for a second. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know any. <laughs> That'll so get one us canceled real fast. Note about all of this. And then we can just go back to specific gameplay. We can leave this for a little bit. Um, unless you want, or maybe we should go Facebook group before we do that. And, talk about i mean what's there to say about their facebook it's awful it's horrendous but the one thing that i wanted to mention is one thing that tori said that i didn't like at all um 
right after so this is before jonathan says anything this is after drea expresses like i'm playing my idol tonight and that's so i can make sure that i'm in the game tomorrow and that we don't have another black person up there um which is awesome like whatever not whatever but tori <laughs> says if she wants to play her idol and then she says something like if she feels like she's making a stand then like go ahead and do it or whatever and that phrase of like if she feels like she's like it almost felt like she was like belittling it and i don't think she meant to it was just another example of her where it just doesn't come across correctly at least that's what i'm assuming like i'm hoping that that was the case but sure. I, I specifically wrote down the quote if she feels like she's making her taking a stand i was like oh that's not yeah because like, it, just don't it, say it's almost like, like the implication that like tori doesn't agree that it's a stand you know yeah it's like she well, feels like she needs to take it, a stand yeah. like yeah what? what are we doing here um so yeah it's not anything i don't want to like be say tori's a bad person it's just i've had that take that she just doesn't know how to communicate things super well sometimes just comes across or maybe it just comes across poorly but so that happens and then we get to the voter do we want to go facebook is there anything you want to read on the facebook group i don't i don't have anything specific on the facebook group. yeah no it's awful it's a terrible place i hate it i hate it i hate that i like have (laughs) advocated for going on there and reading it you should not read the facebook group this week i feel like when i went through it there were more in favor of them or more positive ones than like i'm never watching survivor again which was nice really maybe it's just when i happen to look Okay, I did not feel like that last night. So maybe there's a turn. I don't know. Here's what I want to know. How are these people still on here? Because the amount of times that they have threatened to never watch Survivor again, is this can't be a new crop of people, right? No. Like, this has to be the same people that was upset that we don't say the word guys anymore. You know? Like, how how, how are they still here? Just leave. It's the same people that say that they're going to quit Twitter the same type of people that say they're going to quit Twitter because Elon Musk bought it. Like, you're not actually going to, you're going to like be like, Oh, I hate this. This is awful. You're going to watch next season. You're going to do it. Very few people really stick to their guns. And at this point, if they do, if, if this is the breaking point, that's ridiculous. Like, I feel like they'd be gone a while. And I also I just like, saying. I don't think I fully understand the, the thought process. Like if you do not agree with this line of thinking, um, which is unfortunate, I think, but like, I don't know, whatever. If you're upset, you know, if you think this is like too political, this is too woke, whatever. I don't know why they're still surprised. Like this is clearly the direction that survivor has always gone, you know, like it's always mm-hmm. been a progression. Mm-hmm. So why are you like, why, why can't you just be like, Oh, I don't like that. I don't agree with that. And then move on. Like, why are you like so taken aback by it my favorite thing is on the group i saw a video of Vesepia and oh i don't remember the name of the guy it's another black uh black man that's on season four uh yeah. with her and they're having they're like talking and they're talking about these issues essentially and it's yeah it, it's never it's always been something in survivor and something that's discussed and just because it's discussed more and it feels like they're virtue signaling, that doesn't take away the value of what is being said. Because these people are really feeling, imagine if they didn't show any of this and then they had that vote. Like that is necessary information that informed what happened for that vote. And also an important conversation to have as a society. And so not being receptive to that just seems foolish to me. And 
the other part about it is that this feels different even than the like come on in guys debate because that was a a choice made by cbs made by jeff made by the producers Mm -hmm. this was a conversation brought up by the contestants isn't that what we want don't we want to see real people talk about Mm -hmm. like what they're going through like cbs didn't prompt this cbs didn't say like hey make sure you talk about race because there's two black people on jury no this was their real emotions you know what i mean so like how can you be upset that Mm -hmm. the cast of a reality show is talking about things important to them yeah it's just it's frustrating to see and i'm always of the mentality like all right if you don't like it it's not for you anymore just stop watching but people love to hate things and so they're going to keep coming back and they want to like continue to just make fun of it that is i wish the admin would just be like oh you're done watching survivor then you don't need to be on the fan page anymore you know I, i i never connected the dots but that is the exact mentality of why I keep going back to this Facebook group. <laughs> you love to hate it. <laughs> I just, yep. I, I get it. I understand where they're coming from. I don't agree <laughs> with anything, clicked. but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so we get to the vote. Yeah, the vote. So everything else aside for a moment, I hated the way that this vote happened. That they didn't walk up and write it down. I hated the fact that they took their idols over and gave them to Jeff. I hated the fact that after they talked about how they were all going to vote Tori, then she got to decide that she was going to go play her shot in the dark. Which I will say was a good move on her. She like, yeah, she's like, because Jeff could not let her at that point. Yep. Yep. So it was good on her part. But Jeff shouldn't have, like, I understand, like, sending them up to the voting booth. It is difficult to get back into the game after such a big conversation that doesn't really, it has to do with the game, but it's bigger than the game. But even them being, at, like, playing their idols pre-vote is bothersome. Even Everybody knew they were going to play them. That's fair. But the idea that they might not have has to still be there. Like, it still has to be, like, I'm playing this idol, and I might not, like get votes essentially like there's there's an order to these things for a reason with the risk and the reward that come with them and that felt like it was removed entirely in this in this voting process i'm trying to remember i know another time that they didn't write down names was jeff varner yep was that the only other time that's the only time Um, it came to mind for me so I'm pretty sure like it, it's not like it happens <laughs> frequently. <laughs> yeah, that that's the only other time I can think about. It. I remember Jeff saying for that one, this is the first time this has ever happened. Okay. Then I, I can't think of another reason since. that they would have. Yeah. Has anyone ever played their idol before the vote? Because I feel like I remember that at one point too. Like that doesn't seem like so foreign to me. Or it is it just they? I can't tell if I'm just thinking like of the times where they like they'll wear their idol and say, I have an idol. I'm safe tonight. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a question of will they actually play it? You know, that might be what I'm thinking of. So I feel like in the past, Jeff, Jeff hasn't let them play it pre-vote. I'm not sure. Yeah. So that's the that's the thing. They I'm have to be really... an option. That's the point of the idol. They have to be an option until the votes are cast and then they remove themselves as an option. That's true, because it's not like immunity. It, like, you know. Yes. So like you're casting your vote with the four of them in mind. And then, yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think like, I under 
understand why they did it this way because it just it would have been pointless mm-hmm. you know so i think it's more just like i don't uh, think yeah. drea or marianne would have gotten votes either way um correct i do think that if Tori's gonna play her shot in the dark and, and like i said she played it perfectly she was like oh you're all voting for me well then i'm gonna go do that like she didn't give jeff an option she's like can I? she didn't say can i she said, well, then I'm going to play my shot in the dark. Yeah, Jeff was taken aback um, a little bit. He was like, a little, like, oh, I, I forgot about this rule. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about this power. And so no no issue with her and what she did in that moment. But yeah, it's just frustrating that she got to be a part of that conversation and then got to choose to play the shot in the dark. Do you think that Lindsay should have played her shot in the dark too? If she was nervous, if she was worried about the... um one in six chance i know when, two, she, two when tori 12, went up there 12. i was like yeah it's still a okay <laughs> uh when she went up there i was like 80 percent sure i was like she's gonna be safe and i'm gonna be mad like that's what's about to happen there's no other option for how this goes and so i, I was ready to just be furious cheered. i know you would have and i was a part of me was like nathan would have texted something snarky by now but <laughs> <laughs> no nah, I, don't, I don't spoil it for you uh-huh. Yeah, I just think that, like, to me, well, one, I don't know what would happen if they were both safe, Lindsay and Tori. I don't know what would the rules be, you know? What what trumps what? The individual immunity, yeah. the, the idol? If everybody's the, safe? Yes. Um. So, like, in my mind, I don't know, because, like... Fire making? The, it would probably be fire making between Tori and Lindsay, if I had to guess. Oh, that's true. I could see that. Or rocks. It might be rocks. Imagine if that happened and then it's rocks for everyone except the person that has an individual immunity. And so then Drea or Marianne go home to Jerry. I don't think that would. No, I feel like, yeah, it's, you're right. It's the hard to lasts. it's hard to rank the immunity, like which immunity is more powerful or like you know what i mean (laughs) i think they're equal and i think those wouldn't change i think the safe shot in the dark would be lower than them maybe but like even then you know like they they definitely didn't clarify that so i don't know it's a tough thing um because like i think like with Lindsay, the pro is i mean like it's just you know your vote doesn't matter anyway so you might as well take it i think the the con is that you wouldn't be able to do it later on you know because Mm -hmm. you you only get one shot with it um i think i'd be more concerned about that i guess i I think where i'm what i'm wondering though is like is there going to be a moment where she feels less safe than a 50 50 shot well i guess it's not 50 50 it's just a two out of 12 chance yeah which is okay i guess that i was thinking of it in terms of like 50 50 between her and tori but it's not 50-50 because she knew that they were a Tory. Yeah. The odds of them both pulling out the safe ones are astronomical, and that's the only time that she would actually need it is if Tori also pulled a safe. Sure. So she so she could just go under the logic if if Tori pulls it safe, then chances are I won't, anyways. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be. But if, if Tori pulls it and it's safe, you lost you're you're going home, so you lost your chance to do a shot in the dark anyway. So mine's I don't know. That's it's a one over 132 chance that they that they I don't pull, know what that means. Safe. 
one out of 132 times of them reaching their hands in there, would they both draw a save? 132? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of travel consoles. Yeah. Well, is this the time where we mourn Tori? Uh, yeah, I, I'll mute it and I'll go start the oven <laughs> for my dinner in a minute. Go ahead and do what you got to do. All right. Here's the thing. Leave. Here's the thing. This I don't know how to word this, but if it was any other situation, any other tribal council, she would not be going home. Right? Like, you know? So the fact that she went out on a moment like this, I'm okay with. Okay. That was a better direction than I was nervous you would go for <laughs> as you started. No, I'm not I'm not upset. Like it is what it is. Like that's part of it. I do think Luck she got the short part of Survivor. I think she got the short end of the stick a hundred percent because she was on a tribe where this went down. You know, so the vote was going to be a 50-50 shan. Like she went in one and four, it immediately dropped to one and two. That sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. not saying I'm upset with what happened, but like that just it happens. And she probably wasn't getting votes as it stood. Correct. Like she was looking good. So like her game to me, like she didn't go home based on poor gameplay necessarily. Because I would also argue that if she swaps places with anyone on the other tribe or the team, whoever is in that position, maybe not Omer, might also go home only because Lindsay's relationship with Marianne and Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Andrea, Lindsay and Andrea shared the amulet like yep. connection. Yep. So I would 100% argue almost everyone, almost anyone in Tori's position on that team would have gone home. Yeah, Omer is the only question mark. I strong agree. So that that's why I'm okay because this was not Tori's poor gameplay. This mm-hmm. was just unfortunate teams. Well, it is her fault that she didn't win immunity. Okay. Jonathan wins <laughs> one immunity. Hey, Keith only had to win one, too, and that sent Jonathan packing. <sighs> Joe packing saved it. Uh, I was, I was, I was, I was going yep. through my mind. I was like, Jonathan, who's on that seat? I got there. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> I was like, I was moved on from it, and then I was like, that was the wrong Oh, name. okay, so wait, wait. So Jonathan here. is the Keith this season, and Tori is the Joe. I'm a, I'm cool with that. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> Tori is an all-star. Oh, no, my entire recording got cut off. Sorry, Nathan. We can't add it to the podcast. <laughs> I don't have anything else for my grab bag. I think it was... I don't know. How do you feel about the episode leaving it? Do you, do you feel good? Do you feel bad? I I feel good. Okay. You felt like it was a good... Because here's the thing. As much as I love Tori, her being gone eliminates some of those easy vote-outs for future. Same where it's Rocks. like, here's, yep. a, here's another episode. Yep, exactly. Same with Rocks. I think Romeo's still there, so maybe, you know, but like, who's going to go? after Romeo, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. this thing is, this thing's pretty open. You got a lot of well-positioned players. You have a lot of well-positioned players and that's fun. Romeo goes, Orange Tribe's running it. I mean, I think they're already running it to be honest. Yeah. But now if the other four band together, they might be able to stop it. 
Maybe, but I don't think the other four is close enough or they're a little disjointed. <laughs> it's like Mike, Romeo, hi, you know? Drea. Like, okay, sure. The only people who are even remotely together is Hi and Mike. I, I will say um, Marion definitely also kind of got the short end of the stick because, well, no, she still has an extra vote. But Drea's sitting here with still three more advantages. So, like, to her losing an idol is not the end of the world. Three? She has, she has an, an extra, vote, extra in vote in the amulet. Knowledge is power. She got last week. She does have knowledge is power. That's a big one. And she knows who has an idol and who doesn't now, for sure. Yep. Oh, gosh. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, Drea, like, sure, she's not connected, but she she could make it another three weeks. <laughs> pretty, oh, yeah. If Absolutely. she plays it correctly. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody's really gunning for her. I think she was the only option, and that's why they went for her. Yeah. And it was literally just to get rid of her idol, which is the only power that they knew she had, and now that's gone. Yeah, so, I mean, that's why, like, after this episode, despite whatever happened, like, I'm I'm feeling good about where the season's going to land. Yeah. It's it's, it's a strong eight. (laughs) I could see a winning path from everyone but Romeo, I think. And probably Marianne, my heart tells me that no, that's a no, but she probably could socially. For sure, you know. But both of those people I could see making the final three, you know. Yeah, like absolutely. Every single one of this person to me has a shot here, which is very exciting. I'm pumped. It's a good season still. It's a good I think I agree still. with your assessment. Like it was a good episode. The people that went home didn't break my. I was so fine with both of them going home, and also it was a good Al, conversation. I didn't say that. No, I'm saying that. Don't worry. And Nathan's <sighs> saying it too. Um. And yeah, there was still some like interesting gameplay, at least from the other side. We got to see Omer shine a little bit, but then also get some of this conversation out there. Because yeah. if it wasn't that conversation was going to happen at some point. I'm very confident of that. I think that the fact that it's happened in all three tells us that. And so I don't want to say the fact that we got it out of the way, but the fact that it happened and now we can hopefully just get to straight gameplay would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, great. Well, uh, send us off, Nathan. I'll send us off, Tony. For more episodes, visit notgameallpersonal.com. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, really. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NGAP Pod. That is at NGAP Pod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. And see ya. See ya next week, tribe mates. Go Mavericks. <laughs>